0: Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Forward Pressing, episode 71. It was a beautiful Wednesday, May 11th today. I am Kevin. How are you doing, Yannis? I'm tired as well. I'm not going to lie to you. Dude, it was hot here today. I don't know. In, in Montreal here, it was like 25 degrees. I was outside most of the day today. I was draining the sun, but it felt good. You in the streets? No, I went for a walk with some friends. Yeah, look at that. Look at that for a change. You love those walks, do you? Hey, walks are nice. Big walking guy now. All right, let's get right into it. Um, we got some news to talk about today. We got some a lot of news to talk about today. Um, Schalke back in the Bundesliga. It's kind of like they never left.
1: Back like they never left, bro. I mean, it's good because it's good that they came back a, a year right after. So happy to see them back.
0: What do you think was was more crazy, like Schalke getting relegated, or like everything getting relegated this season? If everything gets relegated, it'd be worse. It'd be worse. I feel, but the thing is, like, Everton hasn't really been, like, a, a top four team that's, like, completely challenging. They've kind of been, like, on that fringe top five, basically. Their whole... But they've never been, they've never been relegated, I think. Oh, yeah. I don't know about the, the the years of history, but I feel like Schalke have, like, they won Bundesligas, right? So that's kind of, like, you know, I don't know when the last time Everton won the league was, if they ever won the league. But I feel like Schalke getting relegated is would be more impactful than Everton. But, I mean, in the
1: Bundesliga, yes, because Schalke and the Bundesliga is has a bigger impact than everything in the Premier League.
0: I mean, because Schalke used to be it used to be Bayern Munich and Schalke, like it used to be.
1: Yeah, it used to be
0: they used to be rivals. Yeah, good on them. I mean, hopefully they don't make the same mistakes anymore. Yeah, because I feel like their name in the Bundesliga carries more weight than everything. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. But yeah, all right. Th- Got to talk about the new Chelsea owner. I don't, I don't know if it's finalized yet. Is it? It seems I heard it was uh, finalized. Um. Todd Bowley, Chelsea new owner. He's the co-owner of the LA Dodgers. He basically owns or has investments in all the big LA uh, franchises, um, the the Dodgers, Lakers, Berks. Um What do you think this means for for Chelsea? Because I saw some people be like, "This is bad for Chelsea." I think I didn't think they wanted an American
1: just because. Uh, America, but which is weird because to me, it seems like American investors usually have like successful impact in the Premier League. Like the ones from Liverpool are, are pretty cool. I mean, the ones from United aren't really, but the ones from Liverpool are. So I think it depends on the one. I mean, Stat Cronk is the worst, so it really depends on who you have. I think they wanted one of the Emirates guys just because they probably spend money without like regards to like
0: fair play and stuff like that. Yeah. But do you think do you think Chelsea maybe gets put into like that United kind of bubble now, where it's kind of like the man the owners don't really care about the success of the club as long as they're making money? I don't
1: think so because I mean if we're gonna go by the character, well the the profile of the owner he seems to be, I mean he's all he owns many of LA, successful LA teams like the Dodgers has one have won recently, so as the Lakers. I think there's Sparks too, even though I'm not familiar with the Sparks. But I just I think it just says that they're they're going to spend money because I mean they're they're they play in big markets. He plays in big markets like in the states, so I'm expecting him to keep maintain that same kind of level of uh, investment in uh, in Chelsea. And I mean, there's nothing to show that he doesn't. I mean, he was there the first game, which is good. But is he going to be consistent as Abramovich? Probably not. But as long as he keep like the investments some close close to what Abramovich did, if not better, that I think Chelsea fans should be. Good. I guess
0: we'll see. Um, also for those of you who play FIFA big news no more FIFA um
1: well I mean not for, I think 2023 I think it was
0: yeah yeah no so EA sports and, and FIFA have like terminated their their uh, partnerships so now the, the the EA sports games will not won't be called FIFA anymore they'll be called uh, EA sports FC which is very interesting um sports games I mean FIFA is like iconic right it's the biggest sports game out it all it always has been um so it'll be how always will be i don't know well it won't always will be because it won't be a game anymore it'll be it won't be FIFA Okay. <laughs> I mean,
1: yeah okay well yeah okay but that logic yeah you're right okay
0: that's fair but it'll be interesting to see i don't know sports games have been like i, I don't know me personally i play them like on and off and i, I, I alternate between like some years i'll get FIFA some years i'll get Madden some years i'll get MLB The Show some years i'll get 2k um, because the roster is too repetitive if you get the same game of the year and I get kind of gets kind of stale for me uh, there's no very minimal changes they basically change the rosters and I mostly deem that like uh, I'll buy a new game for the roster but uh, I'm trying to get more wise with my money you know
1: yeah I mean yeah that's kind t- of adulting that's adulting right there adulting adulting so it'll be what the, what, do you remember when we went to your place where was the well, your place your house when the what was the one that you had the latest the latest one
0: that was the newest one. It was besides this. I think I have I had twenty one. That's the newest one I had. Um, so that was like last year's. yes
1: I mean, there's. I think the the diff, The only difference is like the few modes that changes, but for the most part, um, there hasn't been been that many changes as far as I know. I think I have. I have uh, the last one I had was, I think sixteen. But then after that, I stopped kind of playing. I kind of one, uh, I stopped playing a bit just because I feel like it's better when you play with other people and. It's it's better when yeah it just play it's just better when you play with other people not necessarily online but like in person too it's also cool I'm not I don't do too much of the online stuff but I think I'm I'm kind of excited to see what esports FC becomes because they're saying there's gonna be a lot of upgrades
0: yeah well they always say that right so we'll have to see um I see another note I see another note here for the last news that we want to mention I kind of also want to just like talk about that and more spend more time on that than just a random note thing but. I mean we could talk about it in alignment with uh, our first uh, main topic, maybe if we get into some Premier League talk a little bit, but to the City. The, those were the I saw I, I saw Fabrizio's tweet. I saw to City, here we go, and my heart collapsed. The the here we go, that's what you know from Fabrizio that it's done deal. Uh it's like the words that were like inevitable but still break your heart, you know? As a United fan, I was like desperately hoping he would somehow manage to go to Barça or Madrid. Um, anywhere but City or Liverpool. But, I mean, with City, it felt like a natural fit, to be honest. We thought it would happen last season. It didn't happen last season. We thought they were going to get Haaland and Ronaldo last season, and they didn't get either, and I was ecstatic. And now they land, they land Haaland on a great deal, um, insane deal. I think they're paying his release clause like 60 mil or something. Something, like 65. Yeah, which is ridiculous. I think we paid more for Fred than they're going to be paying for Haaland. I'm not sure.
1: Okay, I think you guys paid 70 for Fred. I mean, it's not like he was the worst investment in the world because Fred, I think, does what is one of your best players this year. But like overall, as opposed to like Holland, you'd expect you'd expect Allen to be worth more. But also
0: Holland, if he wasn't if he didn't have a release clause that was imbued in his contract from like multiple years ago, he'd be going for like two hundred plus mil this season. So
1: well, I I don't know about I don't know about two hundred, but at least the one the high the low one hundred. I mean with the
0: market, it kind of did the market kind of got reset a little bit, but he'd be going for like a world record, world breaking fee for sure. Um, I mean, let's just talk about that for a second. Like, how do you think the fit is? How do you think this changes Man City? Because we've seen them spend 100 mil on players before, right? Just last year they spent 100 mil on Grealish, and that was at this point was a really, really, really bad investment for them because they've got nothing out of it. It's only year one. Only year one. For sure, it's only year one, and as they go forward and players leave the club and whatnot, I'm sure he'll be useful. But as of right now, that's going in as one of a really bad transfers for City, especially because, like, they've been really good with their transfers. I like the move,
1: but if, I don't know. I mean, to me, he doesn't seem like he fits the way that Pep plays. It's just, like, having, like, a... I mean, if we're, I've, I've had this conversation with some of my teammates, like, uh, like I think yesterday, they were saying they were talking about how Kane kind of fits better than Haaland in the, city, in the city system, just because Kane can play sort of, sort of like that false nine slash ten slash nine as well. So he can, he's able to combine. Haaland is more of a finisher, like he's only in the box really. Like he can play with the ball in space, but he's not really good with the ball at his feet. I mean, we haven't seen it at a lot. We haven't seen it much of it.
0: We've seen it at it. We've seen the ball at his feet. We've seen him run. What well, the thing is with when Holland has the ball on his feet, he's running past people. It's, that's kind of his strength.
1: Yeah, but that's when the ball is in place, played in space to him. He can take the ball and run. Like he has to run at the ball. He's not going to the ball. Like He's not coming at you
0: with the ball. No, that's the thing. He's running into space with the ball because he's, he's a monster in quickness. He's, I don't know how tall he is, like six five, and he runs so
1: Yeah, for his, for his size, he's surprisingly quick.
0: He's really fast, um, and he's really powerful, and he's really strong um but yeah that's not really the the type of player that pep usually gets because like it feels like kind of like holland like runs you over whereas pep kind of wants that meticulous like um technical player you know
1: this is what yeah i mean they, they also signed like an uh, earlier thing it was last in the winter they signed alvarez from played, who to me seems like a more of a fit in terms of the, the style of play that pep plays yeah um, of course he's like a younger player from uh Argentina, so he doesn't have the European experience that like Holland has. But profile-wise, he seemed like he's a better fit. I don't know. I mean, he's also he's a striker too, but he can probably like play different different positions. It'll be interesting to see like how they like play with two different those two. I don't know how. I mean, Holland is probably probably gonna be the number one because he. I mean, for the
0: fees and everything. But it's gonna be a front three of Holland, Alvarez, and and Foden, with De Bruyne right behind them.
1: I don't think Alvarez is gonna start from the get go. You
0: know, well, I mean, I, I'm talking eventually. Eventually, yeah, sure. Eventually, you would probably do. I see more Alvarez on the wing because I think he's going to be starting uh, at some point. But I see him more on the wing than I see Haaland anywhere else but up front.
1: I don't want to be like... Because I, I mean, I'm i not going to say that I've watched like a lot of Alvarez highlights, but when I do see him play, the few things that I've seen of him, he does have a lot of similarities to Aguero in, in a style of play, so... That may be where he could complement Holland because he maybe they could play in a, with two, with two strikers. But I've never seen Pep play with two strikers. That's not his style of play. So I'm, I was I'm, I am surprised. I'm not surprised that he got Haland just because he needs he needed the goals. Like he needs the goals, especially in the Champions League.
0: They needed, and I'm I trust Pep to get the most out of Holland. Like in my head, like there's just no way. There's no way with how Holland. Fails to score twenty goals a year with De Bruyne feeding him.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. De Bruyne's gonna have a, he's gonna have fun with De Bruyne for sure,
0: and it's gonna have uh, Holland develop into a, a more complete player overall as well. Like he's the people forget he's still young. He's not a finished product. Like he's gonna develop even more. And the fact that he's already this good at this age with the qualities that he has is that's why he's such a monster. And he's one of the yeah. He's only one of the best players in the world already. So. If he can stay healthy, if the Bruyne can stay healthy, that's going to be scary. I mean, that's, like... If the Brun
1: could feed him from, like, any anywhere the anywhere get the ball gets the ball to, like, from the middle of the park, whichever wing, like, he'll find Haaland. Like, it'll be like one of those Patrick Mahomes moments. Like Tyreek, Tyreek Hill is out there somewhere.
0: Yeah, pretty much, except Mahomes doesn't have Tyreek anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. You know what I mean.
1: Yeah, Han is out there somewhere. I just might as well just launch it to him.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, I do, I mean, I was wishing he was gonna he would he would come to United, you know, play with his boy Sancho, who who, who has that history feeling him, you know. Stop, stop,
1: stop, yeah. When, hey, don't talk about Bruno right now. We don't need to talk about Bruno right now. Who man was over? You guys, you guys overhad this man so much. I mean, granted, for a obvious reason he was playing well, but he's been on the teak line for at least the last two, three months.
0: Yeah, obviously, Bruno has been one of our worst players, to be honest, in the last couple months. I ain't afraid of this. I've, I've dissociated my part as a United fan. These last couple months have, have not been real. I, I don't, I, it doesn't hurt me anymore. It doesn't hurt me anymore because I'm just waiting for Ten Hag. The season was over.
1: You think, though, like, I know, I know you guys are getting Ten Hag, and that kind of goes into our next topic. Like, you think United, because, I mean, I don't know if you saw the Brighton game, but you guys have demolished. And I, I think I told you about that. You were you were in there. I know you. I know you didn't watch it. I know you didn't watch it because I told you about it. Yeah, but like, Graham Potter could have been a great choice for United, in my opinion.
0: I I, I think Ten Hag was the best option available, and I think he was the perfect choice. In my opinion. is
1: it really? I mean, we'll never know until like he actually does things and we actually see what he does. But I don't know if in like in five years we'll see we'll look back at this moment of like oh. Potter could have been available had United been a good offer to Brighton, and they could have played a release clause. What has he done? What do you mean, have what has he done? He's been he's done massive progress with bro, decent Brighton team. The Brighton team is overperforming. They shouldn't. They're, they they as a team they're probably better than their record show. No, the record shows better than they, than they are, right? And he's had decent prime experience. Like he hasn't had Europe yet, but they're they might make Europe this season.
0: I think they're only. Uh... Do you think they might make Europe this season?
1: I think, if, I mean, they could have. I think Conference League is still t- achievable, I think.
0: I don't think so.
1: I don't know where, the, I can't remember what they are in the rankings,
0: but they've definitely improved since
1: last year. Like, this is a different, different Brighton team, for sure.
0: For sure. They're, they're ninth in the table right now. They'll probably finish ninth or tenth. Um. Okay, so Conference League is not available, but... No. I mean, and Conference League is like seventh in the Premier League, bro. That's not like, a crazy achievement either um yeah but it's still Europe now it sure but I'm not I'm not trying to sign Graham Potter because he he had Brighton have an above average season when Ten Hag is bringing Ajax to the Champions League semifinals and winning league titles okay but then who does Ajax play in the area that, that gives
1: them competition I mean there's a good oh every year they win the league this is the same thing that happens for them like it's only them and PSV every year so of course, he, I think that's gonna get into Champions League every year. And Champions League semifinal. Okay, yeah, that was the one year. Okay, yeah, <laughs> okay. It was a great year. It was don't get me wrong, it was a great year, and it was a memorable year for Ajax forever.
0: But it hasn't happened since. And every year they, and every year they lose their best players. Don't forget.
1: And every yeah, and every year they lose their best players. The time, no, like he's a great coach, and I think it was a great good decision. Like I like the move, but I'm just
0: saying like Angle stay, I, I, I'm not gonna stay here. I, would you tell me we should we should send Graham Potter as manager because he beat, he just beat United 4-0 and he has not just because of that, but like he was a good he he's been like linked with United before. i a manager, but we're talking about Manchester United, here, okay? And he look what he did to Manchester
1: United. Yeah, okay. A lot of
0: people have done this in Manchester United. Doesn't mean they should be okay. Us.
1: True, fair enough, fair enough. But just saying, like he's been he's had a he's had a pretty good season in terms of Brighton, and. They do have a good, like, style of play. Like, they definitely have a philosophy, so you can you know what he's about. And, I mean, there's other teams that could be interested in him, too. Like, Spurs said that – I think Spurs are interested if Conte leaves. Like, they might go and snatch them, so. I think that
0: would be a good move for him. I think that's a good stepping stone. But United is, like – United isn't at the spot where we would entertain a like manager like that. I think he needs another stepping stone before he gets one of the, those big four top, top four clubs, you know?
1: To me, it seems like he's proven enough that he could be considered for
0: the position. I'm not saying that he has to be, but I'm just saying he can be considered. All right, fair enough. Um, I mean, if we want to talk about the Prem a little bit though, like, um, Man City basically have the league unless they if they win next game, they basically they win the league.
1: No, that's a wrap, right. they won it. They, that's it's yours, it's theirs.
0: They're, Liverpool are three points behind them, but they and they both. Have two games left, so Man City would need to lose both games, and Liverpool would need to. Well, Man City would need to fail to get three points basically in the remaining two games. So they need to win at least one of them.
1: But that Spurs draw, that Spurs draw against Liverpool is big. I think Spurs may have given City the title with that draw because I mean they first of all they grounded for that for that
0: uh, that point. Klopp was because he basically he had some uh, he had some Simeone football against him basically. It, it, that's what Spurs were doing. <laughs> That's what it said, but I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know, I, I, I don't know if the the clock was accurate. To be fair, like, I, 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 to me, it looked like Spurs was slightly the better team. It might have just have been me. Yeah, I think Spurs had better, bigger moments. I think Luis Diaz saved United, saved like Liverpool a couple of times. And if it wasn't for him, he'd probably lose that game. He was the best player that game as well. Yeah, he's, Luis Diaz, he's a monster.
0: To be honest, I like him a lot. He's the best winter signing. Um, I would have loved him at United, but uh, you love
1: you would have loved everybody at United, bro. Like every, every player that plays well is like, oh, should could have been a United player, but you guys don't make the move. Who do you have to blame? United. Yeah, bro. You don't. You don't got to tell
0: me how how to hate my own club. I, I do that on the. Rest. I don't. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you do a great job of doing that yourself. I'm just saying, it like... ample amounts of uh, of criticism and uh, bashing because they deserve it because they suck and they don't know how to manage. A team like this, but I'm trying to be optimistic for the future, and hopefully we get some better signings under the new manager. Um, the Mourinho, the Mourinho era was the best United era ever. Uh, that's false. After, after Ferguson. Okay, maybe. I mean, that's not hard to beat. The other eras with Gal and 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 Ole. We yeah, so, You want to
1: talk about Mourinho? Because there, there's a this post that I saw on Insta.
0: I think I showed it to you, right? Yeah, I I saw I saw it before you sent it to me. And I was like he he man, I had some some uh some smart points, I will say. I mean it's different eras as well, right? Because like you can you can say one has had a very like lack of success at the end of their career, Mourinho, whereas Pep is in this level of success, but the achievements, if you put them on paper, um he beats he beats he beats Pep. I think so. Do you have the post?
1: Yeah, I'll just I'll just read it. It's from uh I don't know who that guy is, but credit to you. <laughs> if you guys debatable football opinions, that's the page. It has it. Debatable football opinions. So it's a, it's a it's a post from them. So the guy says Mourinho took Roma to a first European final in 31 years, won Chelsea's first league title in 50 years, one enters one entered their first Champions League in 45 years, won Madrid a Copa del Rey after 22 years, and then for Pep, there's no trophy Pep has won that the club haven't won three years before or after him.
0: Well, this is what we said, right, with with Pep, that he's gone to situations that have already been, like, ready for success, and they were already in the middle of success. He did, he never went to a project and, and turned it into something. He always went to a club at the top and kept that at the top, basically.
1: Which is, it's funny, though. Mourinho, he's reached every, he's reached a final with
0: every club he's managed in Sporto. That's actually big. men's he, he, we forget Mourinho, because we forget, we we think about, you know, we think about, Man United, Mourinho, and and the whole debacle that that happened with United and and Spurs. And I was gonna say and Spurs after, so it's and and not, then he takes a, a downgrade and goes to like a Roma where like the expectations aren't winning Champions Leagues or winning league titles either, right? So, um, it's tough to measure the like I think we're 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 weighing too heavily on the, the recency bias of his lack of success at these other clubs. Um, and he's had... He had success at United. Like, he got us a second-place finish, which was our best finish post-Ferguson era. Um, like, then we got the Europa League win. So, I mean, Mourinho deserves a lot of credit, especially for his accomplishments before. Like, Porto accomplishment, it was huge. That was massive. Porto was massive. Inter was massive. Inter was massive, too, because they were old. Yeah, they were. So...
1: They were an old team that achieved a lot more than people expected them to do.
0: But the thing is, like, do you think Pep would be able to go to a team and bring them back to the top? Well, that's
1: the problem. We'll we never know until he actually does it. I think there's a possibility that he can. Like, I'm sure he definitely could. But, like, we haven't we haven't seen it done it. Like, even when Club took Liverpool, the Liverpool were kind of on a downhill. They were, they were on a downgrade from, like, Rodgers. Because Rodgers had brought brought them to the top almost to the point of almost winning the league. Then they dropped down. Then Klopp came and, I mean, made them one of the, the best team in the world right now.
0: And it was a process, too. It wasn't instant. It was a process. They brought in the right players. They built the foundation. They built this.
1: Yeah, it takes... It took time. It took time.
0: It took a couple of years for we, us to see the results, so...
1: Yeah. But the thing is, with Pep, it's so immediate. It seems like he's doing a lot. But when you think about it, like, every team that he had... Like, take away, take away the Barca team, right? Because that was one of the greatest teams. Like Bayern has also the the Bayern team was obviously like goaded already. Like I don't know, he hasn't made like any transfers that were like groundbreaking, in my opinion, unless I could be wrong, but I can't really recall any big transfer that he's done where that was like it changed Bayern like dramatic dramatically. And then even City, like City, he did the he did a lot, but it's not like City wasn't was a bad team before he got there. They were already the best team in England.
0: Yeah, at the time, yeah. <laughs> What he needed to do was win the Champions League with City. And he's spent over a billion dollars uh, while his time there. And he, he's gotten to a final and that's it. He got into one final where he was the huge favorite and he choked it.
1: You bring Pep to get you champ- a Champions League trophy. Bayern brought him. You thought he was going to do it. It didn't happen, unfortunately. But then they wanted it a couple years after. Now, they, now you bring him to City and he's got close. He got close. Even this year, he got close again. But it never like it never he never seems to reach it. He got it to a final last year. But like
0: and they they bottled it. He got it in his own head.
1: Yeah, they bottled it because he was he overthought that one though. He overthought that one. This one it was on the players. This one wasn't on him. But yeah, like I don't know. I feel like overall, when you look when you look back at both careers, I'd say that Mourinho has bigger accomplishments because they were like unexpected. Whereas if Pep wins those leagues, it's like it's great achievement, but you had the best team in the
0: world. And it wasn't like a one a one hit wonder either with Mourinho. It wasn't like uh it wasn't like he he made history in Porto and that's his only accomplishment. You know, so we know that it wasn't just luck.
1: Yeah, no, it wasn't just luck. It was actually like Mourinho will like I mean Pep will like make your your team like aesthetically like pleasing to watch. Like they'll play much better than they have the year before, but they may not win. I mean, they'll win, but they'll win. They, they won't win, like, the big the big trophy that they're expected to win, right? Whereas, like, a Mourinho, like, it might take a couple years, but eventually he gets there. I think his only failure in terms of coaching is Spurs, really, because he hasn't won anything there.
0: But they also sacked him for a cup final, so um, that's not cool.
1: That is not cool. It's actually a bitch move from Spurs. I'm not going to lie. That was a bitch move from Spurs.
0: Do you think when Pep moves on from City that he goes to another stable situation, or he takes – he goes – he takes one of those chances on a team that isn't really cemented at the top yet. They said he was going to take a break. I think he's going to take a break. We'll see. I don't see where, he, where else he goes. Like, because, like, we've only, we saw him at Barca. Okay, the best team in La Liga. We saw him at Bayern, the best team in the Bundesliga. We saw him at City, arguably the best team in the Premier League. Like, where does he go next? Like, maybe Juve? Yeah, I was going to say, does he go to Juve? Is that where he wants to go? Like, is that, is he just going to manage? I mean, it could be a good challenge, but I mean, besides, Juve lost the Coppa Italia today, so they to enter, so they could use a new manager change. But the thing is, like, is 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 a Pep winning the league with Juve? Uh, is that impressive? Not really. Not really at all, right? Like, I wouldn't be like, oh wow, good. job.
1: But if he gets the Champions League with Juve, then it would be impressive.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. But that, that's going to be quite a task. That, at that point, that's that's something that I would give a lot of credit to. But it's like, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't think the league is, is satisfactory to kind of change the narrative. No,
1: like you said, you bring Pep for Champions Leagues.
0: I'd want to see him take a club with a little bit more challenge. Um, I just don't know. I can't just can't see Pep wanting to do that. Maybe international? I don't know. Do You think Pep would ever do international? USA? Nah, no chance. Brazil? He said. I think he said Brazil could be interesting. I. I could see him Brazil or Spain. Argentina. Ooh, but not post-Messi era. I don't see it. I know it has to be post-Messi era.
1: It has to be. You can't do the Messi again. Otherwise, it's too easy. Oh, um, I got it. yeah, so you got let's start type Mr. because we we don't have much too much time here. The the zoom thing happened again. So there's a few changes that happened through the tournament. Uh, I got the post here if you want me to read it real quick. Yeah, go for it. So the tournament will be expanded, that's on BR Football, shout out BR Football. Great page. Great page. Uh, t- the tournament will expand to 30, from 32 to 36 teams. Traditional group stage will be abandoned for a single league phase, including all the teams. What the hell does that even mean? Each team will play eight matches, four at home, four away in this stage instead of the current six. Uh, the top eight teams will qualify automatically for the knockout stage. And the team in ninth to twenty fourth place will play a two legged playoff for the other eight knockout stage spots. And so it says here the four the first will go to the club. Okay, so the four new spots the four new spots are added. So the from the 32, 32 to thirty six, the first will go to the club ranked third in the first place association in Europe. The second will go to the domestic champion via the so called champions path. I don't know. What, I don't know what that means. They're
0: making it so complicated for nothing.
1: I know, I know. And the third and the fourth will go to the two association with the best collective performance by the club in previous seasons. Each association will earn one place. There's gonna be there's also changes to Europa League and the Conference League, but we don't have to go too much into that because it's not really specified yet. But I think just the fact that there's gonna be more teams in the, in the Europa League as well. But yeah, it's like it's, they're, they're complicated this whole thing for no reason. I don't
0: really get it. Do, what's the motivation behind changing this? Is it just because like time for a change, new stuff? Because I, I I think changing the away goal system was brilliant. Honestly, I think the way it worked out was really well. We got some really good games this season. Um, but now I don't know this whole format changes. It's just kind of like I just don't know why. Yeah, I just don't know why.
1: It's weird. I don't I feel like it's if it's not broken, why fix why try to fix it? I don't see the point of this. I don't see who benefits. Like maybe, yeah, you'll get like four more new teams, which is good, but they're going to get beat by the usual winners, so it's, I mean, it doesn't really, I mean, yeah, it gives a chance to the other teams, but that's, that's just, like I said, it's going to be the exact same thing ever over and again. Like, it's, it's hard to make the Champions League, making it easier doesn't really help.
0: It seems like they're just kind of like trying to get more teams involved to kind of protect the, the teams at the top. Oh, that that don't end up having a great game or whatever, or a great year or something? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. But let's talk about the question of the week. Um, Where does Son rank among the best forwards in Europe or the Prem? Because he had a great game against Liverpool. He's had 20 goals this season in the Prem. It's, it's like he's constantly one of the most like underrated players in the league, but also everybody knows he's so good. That's the thing. It's like we give him credit, but we don't we give him credit. We acknowledge him, but it's so quickly that we kind of don't. We shouldn't. We don't do it enough. We don't do it enough.
1: I saw it. I saw it on the podcast. Somebody said that if his name was Sonaldino, he'd be he'd be like top three
0: in the world. Yeah, or if he was English, they'd be saying he's the next Messi. Um, so, where do you think? Where do you rank? Him? Uh, to me, to me, he has to be top five in the league. Easy in the league for sure. And it, when it, once you get to Europe, it's tough because there's different styles of play. People are good at different things, especially when you're talking about wingers. But.
1: But you can't, you can't name me like, I can't think of like 10 fours that are better than him in Europe right now.
0: No, because he can do, he can play make and he can score and he's so good on the ball. And, he's, and he scores in big games. He does. He's not, he doesn't shy away from competition. Yeah. So I'd, I'd say like he, he, he has to crack the top eight at least. No, no, top five. Who would you
1: say off the top of your head is better? Right now, like maybe Lewandowski, Benzema? No, I'm talking about in the Prem. In the Prem? I can't even. I mean, I, I can't even. Yeah, I mean, I. I have no idea, honestly. Salam Salah Mane, Salah Mane. Yeah, Salah Mane. Uh, who wants city is better? I don't think Mars is better. Yeah, Mars is
0: not better. Foden, no. No, I think Salah Mane might be the it. Nobody on. Nobody on United. Nobody on Chelsea. I'm. Mean, there's d- different position, and I would take Son. Nobody on United. Ronaldo
1: maybe, but that's even a stretch. I think we're Ronaldo- not. Not this year.
0: I mean, I don't know. Ronaldo's got that clutch factor, but I'm talking about wingers mostly. Yeah, I think he's got to be. Maybe he, he actually might be top three in the league. Honestly,
1: I'm trying to think of names, but I can't see like who, like other than Salah, money. Like I don't see what, really who else.
0: Do you think we ever see Son? – will end it on this. Do you think we ever see Son at like uh, one of the big European clubs? Like, uh... I hope so. But he's already he's already he's
1: already thirty twenty nine, so it's gonna be tough. But I hope he gets a chance to like a. A Barca or a Bayern, just so they can compete for the Champions League, and he gets the, he gets them there.
0: I would love to see him at Bayern. Oh my god, I would love to see him at Bayern because he used to run the Bundesliga when he was at Leverkusen. So it would be it wouldn't
1: be such a bad like in terms of transition. It would it wouldn't be too bad for him.
0: It would fit him so well. Maybe he goes to Dortmund. Who knows? I mean, speaking of Dortmund, they they, they sold Holland, and right away they already got his replacement. Yami. he's gonna be a beast. He's gonna be a beast. He's already sold. Him.
1: He's gonna be nice as well.
0: The question is, where are they going to sell him to? After? After, he's probably going to, like... He's probably going to the prem, That's my opinion. Most
1: likely. Or, or Barca. Barca was interested, too.
0: I think he's going to the prem. Barca would be interesting. Yeah. But, yeah. That's going to wrap it up for this episode. 71 of the books. Um, and, yeah. Make sure you follow us on our social medias. On Instagram, forward and forward pressing On Twitter, forward-press-pod. Follow us on we'll the episode for live Um, we really appreciate if you made it this far thanks for rocking with us and we hope to see you next week Peace. peace peace